On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Hey everyone, it's Angelique Luna here, and we're at Leather Leadership, a final days there, and here's John C. Luna. Hello, and it's been an interesting time here yes. at Leather Leadership. To say the least, we're meeting some great people, like the ones we have right now. Yes, this is an, <laughs> an exclusive. I, I, we got we have Don and Dan from Erotic Awakening. Erotic Awakening. Ooh. I feel like I should have like ocean sound effects when you say Erotic Awakening. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. a couple of sea- seagulls in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's nice like... and juicy and wet is what I'm hearing. Exactly, it's so Ju- relaxing. Ju- juicy and wet works for me. <laughs> So tell us about your podcast. I know you guys were doing one of your broadcasting today. We yeah, so we did a class today called Podcast One to Four Hundred and Thirty One, which unfortunately we'll have to update. We're um, about four, just shy of four hundred and fifty episodes of the Erotic Awakening podcast, um, and we've we've been very fortunate that we managed because Don and I happen to walk in a lot of different lives. We get to talk about a lot of different lives, so everything from power exchange to polyamory. Fetishes to sacred sexuality. BDSM and simply fun kink. And I think there's something else we talk about, too. Uh, yeah, I think we missed something. So, Alternative yeah, just... relationships. Who knows? So we talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> Everything in the kitchen sink. I like it. Yeah, Everything absolutely. in the kitchen sink. So it, it's a, actually a fantastic time. Very cool. So what kind of stories are your favorite that you've told over the years? It's been really interesting that a lot of times we'll do a podcast where we'll interview somebody like a, a, a Jay Wiseman or a Ooh. Lee Harrington or, you know, some of these people that we that we put up on pedestals. Mm-hmm. And we found that when you put a microphone in their face, they're really willing to sit down and <laughs> chat with you. For all yeah. you. But the really interesting thing is when sometimes we use the podcast more as a personal reflection. So when Don and I ran for the uh, International Master Slave Contest... It was neat to podcast before that and talk about what it was like. How but we even were better, yeah, how we were preparing and, and what such. it was like and what we were expecting. But and, even more yeah. valuable was we lost the title. We didn't win the title. I didn't say we can't say we, we never lost had it. it. We never had it. You wanted it, but, but right. we didn't get that. So it was really neat to just do a. Ref- it became very reflective for us. It was like, okay, you guys out in podcast land can listen to us if you want, but we're just processing what this feels like. And that was for me to be, that was a really neat experience. Mm-hmm. I really liked that one. So and like you said, I like the interviews with people. I like the interviews with um, people who, of names that you know. Mm-hmm. But I also like the interviews with the people that we just pick up at random. You know, we learn in an elevator that they are, uh, I don't know, a pony. Or, you know, they've just written a book and it's their first time author. Or anything like that. And we get to talk to those people as well. So we, it's just really we saw interesting. somebody hopping around poolside wearing oh, yeah. a kangaroo outfit. Yes. And they were in service to someone in a kangaroo outfit. And, and it we was were neat like, because they went to, in service to go get the, the um, person they were in service to a drink. And then when they hop back, the drink's in their pouch. <gasps> oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. And we're like, 
you need to sit down in front of this microphone because I want to talk about this. And it was just really neat experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, like the other one that strikes me from the from just having a podcast for it's been nine years of our life that we've been recording now is to recognize wow. how different we are than nine years ago. When we first oh, yeah. started talking about TNG groups, we had a little bit of an attitude we about did. that. Um, recognized we had an attitude, but still had an attitude. So the, the, the TNG <laughs> so, groups. I was going to say, can you explain what TNG is to our audience? Yeah, absolutely. The TNG groups, uh, which stands for the next generation, okay. is groups specific for people like 18 to 35. So it and, could be, and they started being created at about the time we were 40, 42. So, yeah, we yeah, had we a missed the attitude. whole thing. <laughs> and not only is it, you know, our perspective was we learned from people that have been around for a while. So why would you not want those people to be part of your group? Mm-hmm. And, and I, have no, I own that we had some attitude about that. As we got older and our kids got older and our kids started getting involved in kink, we saw, well, you know what, it's really valuable for them to have peers, for them to have people their age to relate with. And the reality is sometimes older people are hunting for young hot chicks. Right? That is true. Mm-hmm. And this gives them an opportunity to be away from that environment. So it's just really neat to see how we record something nine years ago. Now we record it and say, well, we've grown. We've changed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't grow. Sometimes we just get more <laughs> curmudgeon-y. But, but we do change. I will have to say that. Yeah, so that's, that's a neat, neat reflection. That is. Well, you did mention first-time authors, and you have a couple of books for sale. Can you tell us about your books? So uh, one of our books, Living MS, uh, very fortunate how that came about. Um, we do some blogging, we did some writing, we did some posting and different things, but a lot of yeah. reflections for ourselves as well. And we just took um, a couple of weeks <laughs> of cleaning all that up, and then we took a weekend and locked ourselves into a hotel and just said, all right, is this a book? And we started matching mm-hmm. and moving things around, and it did, be- and it became what looked to us like a book. We're like, wow, this could be a book. And uh, we asked a, a friend of ours, uh, Dr. Bob Rubel, to do the forward. And he's, yeah, you know, we're like, you know, but could you write this forward to this thing that's almost like a book? And he said, yeah. And he did the forward. And he said, you know, I'm just going to hand this to my publisher and he'll take a look at it and see, you know, what he thinks he should do with it. Cool. Publisher said, yeah, here you go. Sign this piece of paper. I'm publishing your book. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? It was that simple. And it really was, um, I don't know what your view on things that are in the spiritual and the woo world. Yeah, the woo. But, but it was very much a channeled events mm-hmm. for us. It wasn't like we sat down to write a book about power exchange. It was like we were ridden into writing this book. It just flowed so naturally. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, and it's, it's kind of funny because that's what you do with your energy when you don't win a title. Because most of the stuff came to play, right? Well, we started the podcast before we ran for title, but the book came out after and mm-hmm. things like that. So, you know, now we have all this energy. And when we did our step-down speech, because we did win our regional, right? Okay. We didn't win international. We won our regional. And then as we stepped down from our regional, it's like, okay, so we're sorry we didn't win for our region, right? We did our best. We had fun. But here's what we did do over the last year. And we, you know, we listed one thing, and then we said, and. And we listed another thing, and we said, and. And it was, it was pretty long. So we got a lot accomplished that year. <laughs> And when you were accomplishing things, how did creating events come about? So we've been very fortunate that we get to go to a ton of events. 
right? A lot. A lot of events. And it's really neat. And and there's great events and there's not, uh, there's different solar, there's different (laughs) views of events, there's different ways events are. Um, But there were not really any events where we focus on the relationship for the entire event. We were usually the token power exchange people or the token poly people. (laughs) So, you know, there's all these kink tracks and then... Dan and Dawn teach woo, or Dan and Dawn teach, you know, polyamory, or Dan and Dawn let you know what a master slave is, or something like that. We were kind of wedged in. And what we found was that there was a, that we spend, when we go to an event, if we're feeling, if we've got our our Cheerios all fed up, we might spend two, three hours in the play space. Mm -hmm. Well, then we've got another, um, the rest of that week, the rest of that month, the rest of our year, that we're not in a play space. And we wanted an event that focuses on those power exchange relationships when it's not about play, when it's about the relationship, mm-hmm. when it's about, you know, what happens when, yeah, I, it's great to talk about when I come home and Dawn's kneeling and naked, and da-da-da, but what about when the dog dies? You know, what about that real-life shit? What about when you Master loses off. his job? Yeah. You know, to, how does your relationship survive that kind of stuff? And that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff we wanted to build not only do we build our personal classes that we present around, but we wanted to build an entire event around that because mm-hmm. we kept running into people like ourselves that teach about this power exchange. We're like, you know what? If we could all gather together. Right. Well, here it is seven years later. Power Exchange Summit is still a solid event that keeps running. Our next one is coming up on Thanks March nope. 5th. No? May. Oh, good gosh. It's already March. I'm worried. So, like, tomorrow? Uh... Yeah, I was about to panic there for a second. So, yeah, so second weekend of May. But, um, yeah, we wanted, um, we had a very solid relationship. And we were seeing so many people blow up at, like, four years in on a power exchange relationship, right? It's like four years and seven years. And, you know, because we would start asking people to raise their hand when we did our presentations. And it's like nobody was lasting past the four years and the seven years. And um, so we wanted to provide resources Mm -hmm. so people could have that foundation and build that foundation. Because it's a totally different style of relationship than what you see modeled around you in most places so yeah so we give them the resources and then we took all the pieces that we liked from the different events that we went to and created our own thing Mm -hmm. because we've been vendors we've been attendees we've been presenters we've been all that stuff and kind of like morphed it into our own thing yeah the one thing we didn't realize we don't get to go to our own classes. <laughs> we build the events. We I, pick out all these great. I build all or, or pick all these fantastic classes because I want to go to them, or I know it's a thing that a lot of people want to go to right now. Uh-huh. It's really popular, and yeah, we don't get to go to our own classes, so it's yeah, we're running around with the clipboard. Right. So you've got a menu, but you can't eat from it. Exactly. That's fantastic. We created the menu, gosh darn. And then we did the same thing. So um, so Power Exchange Summit is hitting seven years. And Beyond the Love is the other one that we do, which is because it's a a pure poly event. It's not poly and something. So it's not poly and kink. It's not poly and, you know, and a lot of poly events that you go to now. Polyamory. Polyamory events that you go to now are poly and something right so we just wanted something that was pure poly and which which was a little bit of a challenge for us because we are kinky Mm -hmm. so to not have that involved in the poly event at all but dan's other partner is vanilla so she has no interest in kink no interest in any of that so we needed an environment and we had a whole community 
that's not in the kink. So we wanted something for them as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Um, have you thought about like videotaping each of the sessions there, so that way you have your little secret stash to watch later? See, that would be an idea. Instead, what I do is I follow the presenters to somewhere else and watch the same class at a different event. Uh, well, at least you get it at some you point. Do do that. You do do I that. have yes. done that before. So Kevin and Katie, I, I brought them in because I absolutely wanted to see one of their classes and then missed it. And so I followed them up to Akron <laughs> to be in the audience. That, that should be on the waiver. If, you t- if you're presenting at our event, you're videotaping it for us yeah. for our private pleasure. Nice, nice. That would be awesome. But we've heard that before where someone says, I want an event that does this. And they get the event. And they get people signed up for it. And then I see them a day later. I'm like, how would you enjoy the event? And they're like, I'm exhausted and I haven't done anything. I've worked the whole time. Right. Unfortunately, that's the paradox. Yeah. 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 yeah so luckily, we do have great staff. We've got a fabulous staff for both events, so it is possible that we're able to take breaks and you'll see us sitting around sometimes mm-hmm. because everybody's taking care of everything else, but it's, it's, if I do try to sit in on a class, I'm looking at my watch, what needs to be done next, mm-hmm. what do I need to check on next, and right. I just can't, can't yeah. sit still. Can't so, enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And when are the dates for... Beyond, Beyond the love. love, yeah. Beyond the Love is mid-November, okay. so I'm not sure of the exact dates, but it's like the second weekend of November for the next four years. Four years, okay. We're contracted out in a hotel for both events for the next four years. Awesome there, and that's in Ohio or Columbus, both, Ohio? Both events are in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so nice central-ish location. Ish. It's cold. November's cold. November is cold. We had to have it December last year because we were between hotels. That was cold. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's why it's polyamory. That way you get the body heat going. There you go. It encourages. The poor hotel. Bring furries. (laughs) (laughs) The poor hotel's like, okay, so you all need doubles then, right? Because you've got so many people. We're like, uh, no. Most of the people are going to want kings. (laughs) Yeah. So they're bundled together and, yeah. Interesting. Oh, the problems we have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, you know those new toys I wanted to try out? Yes. Yeah, the ones that you said it's going to cost me way too much money to have? Oh, yes. But I found this new service called kinkcrate.com. Sounds interesting. Yeah, and for $50 a month, they send you a box of toys that are worth anywhere from $75 to $100. And it's like great starter kit, like, you know, that rope play we wanted to try. Or your favorite medical play. So wh- why don't we just go check it out? I heard if you go to livingasexpositivelife.com's sponsor page, they can get you an additional 33% off. Oh, see, it's such a steal, babe. Come on, 33% off our first box? Please. <laughs> so, so what challenges have you seen in your own lifestyle trying to organize events, trying to run the families, trying to do all this stuff? What, what... And still trying to be kinky and poly and have fun at it. And oh, keep yeah. your sanity. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and of course, we have nine to five jobs as well. And, you know, and we want a little downtime to play computer games or whatever. We um, actually force that downtime sometimes to play computer games. And mm-hmm. then we have to play catch up with everything else that mm-hmm. needs to be done. So, but we'll force that. But what kind of challenges? I think our challenges are, I think my challenges are more about finding enough time for my poly relationships. Right, because I have so much to do. Because we're also co-directors of the Columbus Space. Okay. Right. So there's four of us that run that, and that takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So um, 
you know, when I send a list to my boyfriend, okay, here comes March. Let me tell you what I'm doing this month. Mm-hmm. And boom, you know, and I'm like, okay, so I, and he's 90 minutes away. So it's not like he can just pop over for a hug or a cup of coffee or anything mm-hmm. like that. We have to plan mm-hmm. this. And, um, so like last Friday night, we had something at the space canceled. I was the only director available. I was supposed to run it and it got canceled. So I'm calling up the boyfriend. I've got an evening. <laughs> can we do something? So it's just really hard to bring in new people in the poly relationships. Yeah. Uh, and it's really interesting being here at LLC where we're not, what we're not doing a good job of is cultivating people to take our spot, right? To recognize when I give you this list of all the stuff that we're doing, um, we're going to keep doing it because we love doing this stuff. The real challenge becomes that there's a finite amount of time before you will hit burnout, before your energy exceeds mm-hmm. your ability to keep doing these things. Mm-hmm. So the, the, that's still just the one that we have to stay aware of. Mm-hmm. And there are occasions we let go of things. I, I ran a, um, I identify as a Buddhist and I ran a Sangha, which is just a weekly gathering for Buddhists. Mm-hmm. And I had to look at all of my priorities and say, where's that, where's that priority at? And I had to let that go. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of being able to evaluate. Here's my priorities. I can't do it all. And See? that was huge to recognize. I can't do it all. Yeah. Got to let some things go and then take a look. What do I want to let go? Right. And and he's better at letting go than I am. Mm-hmm. So I knew he had put so many years into that sangha that I kind of made sure it stayed going. Oh, so I'll take on some of that stuff just because it's who I am. And um, so that it's still waiting for you when you get back. So mm-hmm. now that you're coming back, it's still there. It's shifted and it's a different shape now. But uh, right. but it's still there. So I'll take on some of that stuff. The Tantra meetup. So we wanted to get some sacred sexuality and woo going because there's none going in the city. And um, all the other directors were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll help out. We'll help out. And then slowly everybody started dropping out because... Our other directors run other events as well, mm-hmm. and um, they're just as busy as we are. And I'm like, no, we still need it. I'll take it on. And, yeah, so I take on quite a bit. But uh, so the biggest challenge is time. Time and, and recognizing that you got to let things go. you got to let do things everything. go. Can't do everything oh, my God, we've got so many more projects we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time management and Google, those are kind of you're like uh-huh. your best friends or your worst enemies, whichever yep. is, however is used in that aspect. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the Columbus space, what is that? So the Columbus space is a, uh, a space that Dawn and I and, and some friends, Barak and Sheba, started about two years ago. It's a com- uh, alternative community center. Mm-hmm. It is a, a the literal. Columbus, the Columbus space for alternative self-expression. Oh, nice. Glad you remember that. That sounds really professional and upscale now, doesn't it? It is. So, but it's a combination of stuff. It is, um, it is a dungeon once a month or at least once a month, right? It is, um, our poly groups meet there. All of our support groups meet there. Submissive support group, dominant support group, switch support group. Oh my God. We even used to have a slut round table. We'd have a, I mean, it's just all kinds of drumming circles. Tantra meetup. My, um, I identify as pagan, so we have pagan ritual there. Um, good Lord, what else do we have? Everything. We have something there almost every night. Mast. Masters and Slaves mm-hmm. together. Meets there. All uh, of the local community club. groups meet there. If, <laughs> if you were local, your group would meet there. Oh, right? absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Coloring and group. So, tea. everything uh, but bingo and bridge? 
everything but bingo and bridge, and we have talked about bingo. Dirty bingo. Hello. Oh, dirty bingo. No, dirty bingo. We have, talked about we dirty, have bingo. To have dirty bingo. And it's I don't mandatory. know if they would do bridge, but euchre is big there, so they would probably figure out how to do dirty euchre. This is yes. this is the sound of me writing down my new, new ideas. project called Dirty, <laughs> Dirty Bingo. Bingo. Dirty Bingo, yeah. Right. would love that. See, so, euchre yeah. is one of those things I've never learned, but I figure I, I've learned craps, so maybe, oh, who knows, maybe I'll learn that. Okay, yeah, so, okay please be. explain to the Mexican who's never heard that. What, euchre? Euchre, yeah. I have no clue. All I know is it's a card game. Yes. Okay. And this is big in the Midwest. Okay. So, well, it would fit in, because we also have Kinky and Geeky Night. Okay. And that is huge. We have, I don't even know how many thousand square feet our, our big room is, and we set that all up with board games. Ooh. And then the back room, which is only slightly smaller, is a dungeon. So the geeky people get to come in and play the board games, Ooh. and sometimes that's their step into the kink world, or if they have a boyfriend or girlfriend that's kind of, I don't know about this kinky thing, they bring them into the board games, and then they're allowed to peek in the dungeon. Right? So the board game area is all bright lights and white walls and blah, blah, blah. And then the dungeon. And it's so. really bizarre to see people from the, in, the, in the dungeon side and people on the board game side. And they're both looking at each other like, I don't understand that. It's weird. Yeah. And then there's a lot of crossover. <laughs> and those um, nights are actually getting as big as our party nights. Yeah. It's really neat. 80 to 100 people. Wow. wow. Talk about your foreplay. Do, do a board game and then get kinky. Sure, uh-huh. sure. Yeah, that works. I've never thought of that. Or go play Truth or Dare. Or, yeah. <laughs> it's all I, I, I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons fan, so that's why I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I don't get it. That's like, how's that a turn? thought about doing that, too, adding in Dungeons and Dragons. So whatever it is, that's alternative self-expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Uh, in our neighbor, in, at least in Columbus, if you want to meet somewhere, with a group, you can either go to the library or you can go to Panera Bread. They have, side note, that's Community called rooms. Atlanta Bread here in this town. Is it? Really? Signs, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. You, they have the little community rooms, right? Uh-huh. Any group that can't meet there can meet at our space, right? So the... Ponies and critters yeah. meet at our place. I think that's know? absolutely awesome, having such a welcoming center, because every group needs a place to meet. Yeah. And so many people are looking for places. And to, I never even think of going to Columbus, Ohio, but I'm glad it exists. Yeah. And I would, you know, just, just, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. we had to redo a, um, I mean, we gutted a manufacturing building. And then that took us the first seven months of having to pay a lease. And while working on it. While working yeah. on it and have no income coming in. It's, it's been fun. Yeah. Let's go so, with that. Yeah. Oh, it's been a blast. <laughs> <laughs> so what perks and benefits have you received over the years by doing your uh, podcast and going to events? Um, it's, it's not to say that it's, there, there are some perks, right? There's not a great financial return. But again, as we've talked about previously, it's a matter of focus so far. Uh, but there is some opportunity People hear the podcast, they want you to come out and present at their events. So we get to travel. So we do get to travel some. Uh, you run the space. The space doesn't really make money, but you get an office. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, yeah. if I think that a thing should be scheduled on a day that I happen to be available, I happen to schedule it for that day. And I, since my yeah. safe is the owner of the calendar, well, we just do, we take care of that. Exactly. Don't we, but another perk is also, I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. right? So even though mm, I do, huge, um, yeah, yeah I mean, that's huge. Yeah, that I is. work the door. On a lot of events, right? Huh. So I don't have to go in and 
be part of the crowd. Like, kinky and geeky, I'll go in and play board games while there's only 10 or 15 people gathering. Uh-huh. Right? And then I'll go work the door so that I can greet everybody that comes in mm-hmm. and say goodbye to everybody that leaves. And I'm getting my social interaction at the level that I need. Right. And I'm meeting everybody and I'm meeting all the new people. And, but it's at my, my level and it really feeds me. So, yeah, I like that. That is interesting. Stuff. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, sometimes you forget introverts just like to hide out and mm-hmm. not deal with it. But doing it that way, yeah. it's, you're, you're still kind of a semi-extrovert because you are right. talking with people. I'm you at are, least pretending. Yeah. So <laughs> Well, I mean, you're smiling and nodding yeah. and taking their money or whatever, you know, yeah. it is. Well, yeah. Also, as an introvert myself, I like to go into the, 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 the fun dungeon, dangerous place, whatever. But then I burn out. Yeah. So the ability to say, okay, I'm tapping out. Hey, it's not the end of the night. I just need a rest. Right. And so, I've got an office where I can just do that. Yes. It has a futon and blankets and... There you go. Get some juice boxes, recharge for a bit. <laughs> there you go. 30 nice minutes. Thirty space. There you go. 30 minutes later. All right. Back to the cross. Here we go. Right. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So some benefits. Very cool. So how can people reach you? Uh, eroticawakening.com is where the hub of everything that we do from the presenting from the power exchange summit to beyond the love to the books that we sell to kickstarter cards. kickstarter cards to everything that we do in the world of um bdsm in the world of kink polyamory etc etc it's all at eroticawakening.com okay hold on uh, the podcast rewind i'm gonna stop for a moment because angelique just went up like a mercat yeah <laughs> We didn't touch the Kickstarter. Cards. No, exactly. That's why I was saying. Kickstarter cards. Yeah, exactly. Rewind. Explain we, that. What are the reasons that we suck at swinging and that we're that we are, or even finding play partners? Even finding play partners is because I don't really. It's really for us at least. It's hard to have that conversation, right? You meet somebody at a be it a uh, a kink event or a swing event or any kind of event where people are there to hook up, mm-hmm. but it's really hard for me to to have that conversation. Of, so, what do you want to do? Because I normally, somebody would go, I don't know, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't There's know. There's some really kinky stuff that I like to do that I don't like to admit to. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> so exactly. So I get flogged a lot because everybody has a flogger. And uh-huh. it's really not my favorite thing. So the Kingstarter cards are this thing that we came up with that includes a variety of different scenes, it's different literally implements, a deck of cards. different accessories, and it is. It's a deck of cards <laughs> that you can go through and you can create your little consensual deck that says, here's the things that I'm into. And you could, there's everything from straight up BDSM stuff like whips and chains and Zap electrical me, play, fire cupping, yeah. spanking, tickling, and all that kind of jazz. And then there's um, good old, I don't know, what's a nice way to say face fucking? Fucking, yeah, okay. face fucking. Face face fucking yeah. Mutual masturbation, yeah. orgasm control, all that kind nice. of jazz, right? And you can create this deck of cards and say, here's what I'm into, and hand it to someone. Yeah. You can make it as small as you want or as big as you want, or you could look through them together. And say, what do you think about this activity? Kind of like a go fish situation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. with different so, uh, results. So, yeah, uh, it's an stuff. adult version. So, yeah. But what I like to do is a bottom, which is um, uh, someone that receives, is um, sometimes I have a hard time speaking up. So I'll take that deck of cards and I'll pull out everything I'm not interested in to do with this person, leave everything that in that I am hand it to them, they can do the same thing, and then you draw something from random, it's a consensual deck. You've both nice. pulled out everything. Yeah, so we'd show it to you, but I think we just sold the last yes, the last did. deck that we brought with us. But yeah, it's red cards set the scene, 
Blue cards are accessories, green cards are implements, and yellow cards set the tone. I want it. Yes, I know. Yes. That's why I'm like, we didn't know about this. You didn't talk about it. What the hell? Sorry. Found at eroticawakening.com. The only place you can find it is eroticawakening.com. Yeah, yeah it's something that we've created and that we, they, we run around with and so. That yeah. helps pay for our gas and plane trips. Well, yeah, we awesome. would have bought a card if we knew about that. It's yeah. like, hey, hey. There was nowhere on the program for that. Excuse me. <laughs> I feel denied. I was denied. Well, we, we're going to tell our listeners, don't just support us. Buy some kinky cards and go have some fun and support other podcasts as well. Boom. Yes. Fantastic. Exactly. Works for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Our Great having you fun. on the show. It's always fun. Video. It was so hard not to ask you guys questions. We're normally on the other side of the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> how are you doing? No, how are you doing? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> I got my Jovi Churhatney down. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. You can find us everywhere on livingthesexpositivelife.com. We'll be talking about our adventures here at uh, LLC. We'll talk about our auction adventures. And, uh, ooh, yes, my $9,000 cock ring. <laughs> Coming up soon. Yes, in our next <laughs> series. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show tonight. You can find us on our webpage, livingasexpositivelife.com, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on Living a Sex Positive Life, where you follow all our stories and adventures. You can find me on all social media as Miss Angelique Luna. And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter as John C. Luna. Please reach out and let us know how we're doing. Please like, share all our contents, leave your opinions, comments, complaints. We accept it all. But we also like to thank our sponsor, The Woodshed. You can find them on their webpage, thewoodshedorlando.com. And they're also on FetLife and Facebook, where you could see a lot of their events and promotions going on. So thank you very much for uh, joining tonight. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.